Hello everybody and welcome to the Transmission Podcast. I'm your host Anirudh and today I'll be joined by my very old friend who will be chatting with me about today's topics which go from the very popular Android versus iOS debate and who is better to how India has slowly started realizing its potential as a market to a story which is very close to me especially that is when will we start to learn and respect nature especially in a biodiversity rich and seismically unstable region like India. I'm really sorry if the audio quality comes out a little bad and I promise I'll fix it in the next episode. So stay tuned and I hope we can add some value to your day. Enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Transmission Podcast. I am your host Anirudh and today I am joined by my very old friend Amog. Amog, how it's been? Hello everyone. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> I feel honored to be on the first episode. It's been what, 10 years right now? I think I've known you. I think 8 years. 8 years? 6 standard? During, uh, fifth, yeah, 5th six, standard. 6 standard. I think, yeah, almost eight, eight years. Eight to nine, yeah. eight, nine years. Yeah. Eight, nine years. And uh, to tell everybody, he also goes by the name of uh, Leo Valdez. So I want you to explain how did you get your name and uh, a little bit about yourself and what you study and how's your life, basically. Leo Valdez is basically the name I use everywhere online, where I don't want people <laughs> to know my real name. <laughs> It started by, um, we used to read a bunch of the Crayordan books. So if you're uh, familiar with Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus, uh, in Heroes of Olympus, there's a character called Leo Valdez. And he was quite similar to me. His personality is quite similar to me. So my friend started calling me Leo. That's how I got the name. And I started using it on like uh, online everywhere. Like mostly Correct. in games. Game. I came to know. Ah, uh, Cl- Clash of Clans. <laughs> Clash of Clans. Yes. Speaking of Clash of Clans, I have an uh, other story. I think Clash of Clans came out in 2011 or 12. I I think you had introduced me to that game, basically. Correct? I was introduced to it by another friend in 6th yeah. standard, I think. 5th or 6th standard. And then I introduced it to you. Yes, correct. So, I think... During that time, uh, my father used to use a tab. So, first time I started playing that game was on that tab itself. And uh, played for like two, three years. And by the end of ninth standard, uh, my mom took away the tab, saying that now it's 10th and you have to study and all that. So, by that time, I was already a addict to the game. And uh, by that time, I think it was in the 10th standard. And... Uh, I couldn't get over the game, so my mom had a smartphone at that time, and uh, I used to come back from school, <laughs> install the application on my mom's phone, and then uninstall it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. I used to play for like forty-five minutes because in the afternoon she used to sleep for like uh, yeah. ten from three to four thirty something. So I used to get that buffer time zone where I <laughs> used to extensively play. <laughs> And uh, as soon as I heard her wake up, I was struggling very fa- uh, quickly close everything and 
pray to god that hopefully my mother doesn't find out that i've installed this application <laughs> and by the time i come down for dinner and there is a war attack to do i have that game with me so that i don't miss that attack <laughs> and to your surprise by the time i come for dinner boom the app was gone <laughs> so this was the entire cycle yeah at that time <laughs> we didn't have a, like hiding apps at that time <laughs> Yeah, which was and in the smartphones. Plus, we didn't have phones also, like now, like how we have now. So yeah. And do you know which phone that was? No. It was an Android phone. Great segue to the next topic, <laughs> or to the first topic we are going to talk about today, and that is going to be our famous Android versus iOS. So, Leo, let's start off. So both of us have used Android devices our whole lives. We have never touched an iPhone until recently. I yes. touched an iPhone recently because my sister has an iPhone now, and also my brother-in-law. Small, small flex. So I've okay. recently, not really flex for me. <laughs> so I've recently been introduced to the Apple ecosystem. Okay. Okay. And uh, so you want to talk about which devices we've used so far? uh yeah let's start off i have a few uh, starting points to start off with the history of basically android and uh, ios so as everyone knows android was first developed in 2003 right and by andy ruben basically and it was acquired by google in 2005 and after 2007 it started really gripping over the world and everyone started using so the face and un- uh, the slide unlock which you have today was first developed by android and uh, also in during that time uh, apple was coming up and steve jobs tried his best to you know repeatedly uh, put down android and so he used to file lawsuits on lawsuits to destroy the company but eventually he failed and several years later there was continuous improvement in the operations interface details and other aspects and as you know today it's an open source software and ultimately the mobile system has won and uh, you can say that the story of android is basically a rags to riches story so yeah i think you... uh, something which android has a huge advantage is because it's open source Correct. most of the companies watched for it so like everyone could use it for their device unlike okay. ios which is only like only apple devices can have ios yes definitely ios so if I it's like a, a big boost ios bought a shocking revolution you can say which nobody had expected but android was like the trend setter and all the touch screen smartphones yeah. you know came up and grew yeah, i think i think the first iphone was really a big thing like the first uh, iphone was yes. completely different from most android phones which we had seen because at that time most android phones had you know they didn't have touch screens capacitive yeah. touch screens i should say yes, yes. there yeah. were android phones with touch screens but, but yeah. they were not capacitive they they usually used styluses which they used to get lost so no one really preferred to use a stylus yes definitely so um, i want to talk about the first android device which i used okay okay it was um, This was not actually my device. This is a similar story, and again, it's connected to Clash of Clans for some reason. Great. <laughs> it's a very similar story to yours. It was my sister's phone. It was a Samsung Galaxy S Duo. 
the first okay. the first galaxy s device classic okay and uh, because i didn't have my own device at that time and uh, my friend had introduced me to clash of clans so i didn't have any other way to play this game so mm. i had to use my sister's phone like she didn't allow me to so mm. when she went went down to have dinner i used to finish my dinner very quickly like that's the fastest like i think my mother was proud like i was eating <laughs> dinner so fast <laughs> Yeah, even extra so that they don't come to know. Yeah, I used to finish everything at that. <laughs> and then I used to go to her room when she was having dinner. Mm. I would actually uh, this phone actually had the hiding the app feature, so I oh. used to ha- hide the app, so I didn't have to uninstall it every time. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> yeah, and then I would play for like thirty, forty minutes every day. and she didn't find out for like i think a whole year she didn't find out for one year oh and she found out when i told her <laughs> when i got my tab my first that was my first android device my lenovo tab i forgot the model so you made sure that you had another device you could use and then yeah, and then i told her <laughs> yeah and um, after that that tab served me very well for like 3 or 4 years Mm. like till 9 standard i used that tab it was a mm. very good device mm. and then in the 10th i got my first android phone my first so, phone ever 10 standard so was very soon yeah 10 standard i got a samsung galaxy on 7 galaxy on 7 i don't know if you heard about this phone no i don't so it was between the j it was between the j series and mm. the I don't know between the J and A series, so it was a mid tier phone. Yeah. For me, Android devices was like uh, the first device I got was basically I have used my entire life all second hand phones. Hmm. So it's been all uh, like Nokia or maybe a Micro Max or maybe a Cool Pad. So it's all been second hand until the sec. I think uh, first year of my degree when i got the card remember the name wait 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 ah xiaomi redmi 5 classic quite recently <laughs> yeah well, two years back two years back yeah just two years back two years back so you can imagine my childhood how it must have Struggle, been yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you are still using that phone now no no I, I now think... i have upgraded to the samsung uh, wait i forgot the name again <laughs> uh, so what happens M30. when you don't use many phones the <laughs> phone you have the m30 samsung m30 <laughs> and uh, i am using the asus and phone 5g uh, which i got last year please tell the price <laughs> it's 20k <laughs> See, i got it for I, and mine was 9000 <laughs> <laughs> So I think that was. But still, now now we can compare the price of these devices to an Apple device. Yes, so, an Apple device. I think the average cost is around fifty thousand at least. If you are willing to get a very old phone, not the so new phone. If, so if you want the current gen iPhone, mm-hmm. you have to spend around sixty thousand min. Oh my God! Sixty thousand. You can almost uh, build half of a PC. I think. yeah not even half a pc like 
I built a PC for my uncle. It was just twenty six thousand. Damn. So you have so to choose. Like, what do you 60K, want? Yeah, for sixty k, you could get a very good gaming PC. Yeah, correct, correct. I think the first time I saw an Apple was uh, through one of my friends. I think so recently, like one or two years back. He had the iPhone ten uh, S or what was it called? Ten. Yeah, ten S. Yeah, so I think that was like really good. The camera and like very smooth flowing phone, I can say. So if you yeah. want, like, if I'm willing to use an Apple, if someone gifts me one, I'll take the tennis probably. You I got think it. the only Apple device I'm will I'll be willing to use is a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air because I think their laptops are really good compared to the other laptops. Like. uh iPhones if you compare them to android devices like earlier iPhones were like very good compared to the android devices but now i think the gap has closed and android is just as good as apple so yeah definitely no really need to use an iphone unless yeah. you are in, trapped in their ecosystem yeah correct but especially in a country like india yeah like in india there's really no need to use an apple device like unless the comp- if you are working for a company and they endorse you to use apple devices like yeah, that's yeah, their yeah. entire cost- base like they develop for apple then yes correct correct then you have to choose apple but if you speak about android the one really small thing i hate is the update and the timing of their updates the time they take to roll out one update almost creates a lot of difference for me the main people affected by that are developers where they have to support every android user and i think that yeah that's a big problem with android because there are so many models that they can't really push out updates for like a 4 year old device for a particular brand yeah. because there are like five or six new models come out for the same brand so do they focus yes. on the new device which just yes, came correct. out last year or do they focus on the 4 year old device Yes, I think Which if is, somehow uh, they find a way to solve that, Android will be very good. I think the easiest solution is just to release less devices. Like they can choose choose a particular device for one segment. So you have your high end devices. So one device for your high end, then one for your middle segment, and then one for your budget variant. So just three devices hmm. per year if they. I think if they stick to that, then they can do that. What's what happened so far? Yeah. Have you have you heard about the recent uh, Apple related drama, the new iPhone drama? And no. The iPhone twelve. <laughs> no, I am not updated with any of any of iPhone news. Don't ask me, please. <laughs> okay, so the iPhone twelve is being rumored to ship without. an in inbox charger or uh, earphones mm. so iphone um, the uh, plan which apple had for iphone was supposed to be like they wanted to cut out every port which the okay. iphone had and make it a complete like 100% waterproof device mm. so they got because of that they claim they have gotten rid of the headphone jack because of that claim which they made Mm. I'm not sure if that's true or just because they wanted to sell more AirPods. So I guess it's both. Yeah. 
Mm, maybe. And now they want, I think they want to get rid of the charging port as well in future iPhones. So they just want to keep it as uh, wireless charging. So, so basically, uh, so basically, yeah. <laughs> so they want to make it a complete wireless device, and rumors are saying that uh, iPhone 12 is going to ship without an inbox charger. So if you want to charge your device, you are going to have to buy it separately. Great. Already the iPhone costs sixty thousand. <laughs> On top of that, you have to buy a charger. Minimum sixty thousand minimum for the lowest end iPhone. <laughs> and then the charger is going to be worth like four K or something. Definitely, definitely. And I there's think. been uh, two arguments, like two sides to this argument. So mm. one side. it's that uh, apple uh, apple like has been continuously throughout their conferences they have been saying that uh, oh they are using like biodegradable uh, items or Correct. like items which uh, do not harm the environment to produce like the new iphones so people claim that uh, this move is supposed to be for reducing e-waste so because so many people have bought the previous iphones so they already have the chargers to their old phones so Correct, instead yeah. of having to need a new charger which you are going to get rid of anyways because you don't yeah. need it so exactly. they can just use the old charger yeah. that's also an argument to be made um, so what they are saying is instead of buying a new charger use the old charger itself yeah which is a problem if you are a brand new iphone user so i don't know what you do if you are a new user <laughs> You just have to buy it from. Yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty so, much. Yeah, I think this is enough for. For the first debate, because <laughs> we'll leave Apple and Android for a separate episode. I think it'll be great. <laughs> we'll have you on again, and you'll have to explain in detail. <laughs> yeah, we can't like really explain about everything about this. Yeah, definitely. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, pretty recent news. Uh, just last week, this so uh, tensions between China and India has have been rising like for the past month. Like many oh, people yes. must know. Definitely. Yes. Like, yes. On the boundary. Yes. Boundary, obviously. China has been. Yes. So because of that, yeah. the Indian government has made a move to. ban chinese apps so 59 chinese apps have been banned from the apple play store uh, apple app store and the google play store and uh, hopefully these stay banned as they have been planned otherwise they'll be the ban will be lifted i hope that doesn't happen just like undertaker yeah so a <laughs> <laughs> top official has actually said that the government considered all aspects before taking the decision and that these have apps have been there for a long time but mm-hmm. there have been some privacy and security issues with them Correct. so they don't want data going out of the country to china directly so that was the main reason to ban these apps so mm-hmm. i'm actually glad this was done i'm pretty sure indians could have come up with uh, better apps than these like to use for themselves like we are a uh, country depends depends yeah like full of engineers like when people yeah. think about yeah. india it's generally spicy yeah. food and then tech support scammers unfortunately 
yes, but we do have many <laughs> aside from those we do have many engineers like who are capable of making like better who are capable but are just lazy as you yeah, can say just lazy yeah but uh, people usually uh, like when you speak about data and how it can really affect uh, a particular stance of any country basically there is a lot of underestimation that no data is not so big or why is data so costly so i got one small story uh, in 2014 you know there was a donald trump had won and yes. uh, people usually questioned how did he win even though his opposite was more famous and more likely to win as predicted by most of the polls hillary clinton so basically what had happened yes so basically what had happened was uh, the republican party as you know america is made up of two major parties that is the republicans and the democrats yeah so the republicans basically hired a company called as uh, cambridge analytica i'm not particularly sure sure about the name yeah that's the name yeah yes yeah so basically they had hired that company in order to help them with their campaign so basically what they would do is they had like huge number of members for that particular company they would sit day and night going through the uh, various devices of people and they used to find people who were like more vulnerable in terms of vulnerable i mean who were not decided to which party they are going to cast their vote for so basically a lot of older people felt yeah, that correct so basically uh, what they would do is they would go through their facebook ids hmm. and they would just go on uh searching for their friends and other people going through pictures so basically everything about you as a person uh they jotted it down and they found out whether you already have decided your vote or you are still undecided so they used to pick out undecided people vulnerable people and they used to bombard their phones with a lot of ads pertaining to the ideology of the republicans so basically just imagine you are scrolling through your daily uh, news and something like that and suddenly a news pops up saying that uh, all mexicans are rapists or all muslims are terrorists something like that you will at first you will not pay yeah. attention to that for the first two three times like you'll think oh it's a coincidence but then when it happens again and again you'll find yes. there's something no, not on. even that you don't find it out also it it already unintentionally it gets registered in your mind yeah that's what i feel so basically you are scrolling scrolling through and for months and months these people keep on bombarding it with such news that's and the I- basic idea behind the indian advertisement system like yes, bombard exactly. the tvs with uh, ads about your product and then the advertisements are so ingrained in your mind that the next time you think about like you just product, see the product and you yeah, automatically get back the ad yeah you associate the ad with the product yeah so basically and trump came out in his rally and spoke about these issues automatically people started connecting so basically a person who was undecided or slightly left leaning turned towards the republican party and that was how they won so basically so that also happened basically brainwashing yes exactly that also happened uh, during the brexit brexit time and how they won how hmm. britain got separated from the european union basically you remember uh, when mark zuckerberg was questioned in 2017 a lot of people don't remember that uh, senate interview where he was like yeah, very fit in the interview yes people used to call him a robot that was because and a lizard they were pressing charges yeah 
that how did facebook leak such a did they have such a big data leak and how could such a company take an advantage of an app which proclaims that it's safe for people to share their personal lives this is one of the reason i left facebook i Bang. left facebook like 2 years back yes exactly that was what pushed me to leave facebook finally yeah and to all the older people listening to this please leave facebook <laughs> yeah there are much better alternatives than facebook <laughs> yes definitely Uh, so let's talk about the, some of the popular apps which were actually banned like the ones at least i have heard about yes so first we have the main one the the giant tiktok tiktok also called i don't know what else before it was called as musically old oh, was musically <laughs> musically back then Yeah, I actually have less problems with musically <laughs> than I have with TikTok. It was better when it was musically. I feel yeah, definitely. Like when musically was way better. Like, yeah, musically was way better than what we got with TikTok. Yes. So, um, have you ever basically TikTok, TikTok was like, banned? Yeah, due to the privacy reason and the things which I explained just. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't really want to talk more about TikTok. I really hate this app. <laughs> Everybody knows about TikTok, so <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. So share it. This is a app very close to my heart because this is one of the apps which bonded us during like times when we didn't we had poor data, poor internet oh, connection. So yeah. one guy would download an app which everyone else wanted, and then everyone would go on to share it. so everyone would get that app from that one guy i would who had a better internet connection than you so i've used share it for like i used it for two year two or three years i think it was on my device it was one of the best apps for sharing yes definitely uh for sharing other apps and other files so we didn't have a good alternative so we really couldn't do anything it was like really fast and it was really fast and you could share really big files very easily i feel yeah and that was why it wasn't really a better alternative to replace the app so i yeah, just right. installed share it and yeah. the okay. next one is uc browser i have used this once i don't know why uh, i don't uc know browser why i never used yeah i don't know why people would consider using uc browser other than Chrome. Yeah, or I think Mozilla. the even the Indian Army had uh, put out an app list where UC Browser was at the top, and which was like the most unreliable of all the apps. The browsers, yeah. Correct. Next is uh, DU Battery Saver. So I actually used this app on my old phone, the phone, the first phone which I got, and I don't think this re- this app really did anything to save my battery. I think it drained <laughs> my battery more than it saved it. So it's it's a useless app. It's really useless. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> Next, uh, we have WeChat. So I never really installed WeChat, but I heard a lot about it. So yeah. WeChat yeah. is basically China's WhatsApp. So yeah. they don't use WhatsApp. Instead of WhatsApp, they use WeChat. Because they are so proud of their. They are proud of their. They are proud of their own app. <laughs> actually yes. that's a good thing about china so, yeah. they are proud of yeah. their own apps yeah, yeah. we should do, we should act more like china but yes. only in this category <laughs> yeah 
so next is zender so zender was the first uh, real competitor to share it uh, yes. but it didn't really matter both were chinese apps so it doesn't really matter which one you used uh, zender yeah, i started one problem i had with zender and share it was that the opposite person had to have the same app yeah there was uh, you know, cross cross application sharing correct so it was like really annoying so zender i started using very recently like last year because uh, share it started having a problem with ads like there were yeah. too many ads so basically it went from one chinese app to another <laughs> yeah to another chinese app which didn't have ads but probably it probably leaked way more data than share it did i don't know but i uninstalled it now so don't add me <laughs> uh the next app is parallel space i have no idea i use this i use this uh app like for one month basically just for one month to get two clash of clan accounts oh so, okay. back to clash of clan yes <laughs> everything in my life relates to back to clash of clan <laughs> so basically center point is clash of clan and all your life yeah. experiences goes yeah. back to the roots of clash of <laughs> parallel space uh, is it's useless nowadays because um, what, what it did was uh, it yeah parallel space basically allowed you to create uh, two accounts for one single application if it was not supported by that application so like oh, okay. if you had two, two sim cards and you wanted two whatsapp accounts on one device so you could use uh, your normal whatsapp so one account on your normal whatsapp mm. and then you could open whatsapp again through parallel space and use another account on that whatsapp okay it was useful at that time because um, many phones didn't support that feature but uh, i think all phones support that feature now at least mine does mm. my current phone does yeah correct almost now yeah most of the phones yeah. uh next application which i have used is es file explorer um this was also one of the apps which was useful uh, back then but now it's basically useless it was useful because it uh, allowed you to access the root directory of your phone correct uh without uh, needing root perm- privileges before like if you wanted to root your phone you had to have Uh, access to the root directory which was also not possible so it was what like, is a root what do you do <laughs> to all the young, young listeners please explain <laughs> rooting or uh, jailbreaking on iphone is basically uh, getting privileges ad- administrative privileges which were not allowed to all users they were only allowed for the developer of the device so that's what we used to do back in the day nowadays even though it was risky you that. have to take risks in a life yeah <laughs> yeah we we took more way more risks even though the company said oh, if your phone is rooted we won't help you there is no guarantee no warranty but still if you yeah, want to remove your warranty if you want to win like a plan you have to root your phone <laughs> yeah basically again it goes back to the clash of clans right the clash of clans <laughs> <laughs> okay the next app i want to talk about was a uh, clean master you must have heard about this yes. oh my god oh my great god. application because the ui was beautiful <laughs> the broom of clean master 
even though if it doesn't clean your phone it will clean your entire house so it was such a powerful broom that almost everybody <laughs> used clean master clean so master you can see the power clean 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 master clean master promised to clean your ram to make your phone the fastest device on earth but yes. what it did was it cleaned the ram out of your phone it removed the so ram it promised you one plus it so, promised you one plus but gave micromax yeah so basically it hogged down uh, more of your ram and made it slower than what it would be without you using this application so it's basically like uh, back again to du battery saver it consumed more battery than it saved you battery so these are very similar apps i would say yeah and correct. the last one i want to talk about is actually uh, it was a, a very important app for like two years my the, the whole school, generation the two years of my high school yeah cam scanner <laughs> come on everyone Rest everyone in, in college cam used this app cam scanner was like <laughs> the og scanner even the indian government uses cam scanner yeah even government officials <laughs> use cam scanner to scan documents <laughs> and upload them to the internet because your normal camera basically your normal camera sucked at scanning so camera don't have a scanning feature because, because android obviously because android yeah <laughs> so uh, now it's much less of a problem because now android cameras are on par with iphone cameras so but this yeah. app i used it for two years very recently also so it's a good app i would say but then it started having problems with security and uh, now it's banned but now we have better alternatives for this app i don't know if i can say that name i won't say that name but uh, yeah, better now better i think people know about it it starts with a yeah. i think yeah it's a very popular it starts with a ends with n so a puzzle for everybody to solve all right i think uh, should we move on yeah should move on all right talking about the big story for today and basically why i started this podcast is uh, talking about issues which people usually don't know about or have to be made aware about and uh, people don't usually talk about such issues because it is not mainstream and uh, you don't get gain trp if you talk about such issues and usually in family parties nobody cares about such issues so basically the main issue for today is the environment clearance that was given for environment projects all over india i think it was it happened on 5th of june when the ministry of environment came online and cleared i think so around four or five big projects which have not been properly researched through and gone through and there has been a lot of outrage but very selective fringing as i told because the trp is not that much so basically uh, for now when i speak about my locality it is the bhagwan mahavir wildlife sanctuary and the molab national park in goa specifically which have been cleared for two major projects that is the four lining of a highway and the line in line out transmission line so basically the electric line which comes through for your homes and <clears throat> other important stuff so basically 149 people or scientists have uh, 
protested over this and they have said that it's uh, going to be very uh, impactful in terms of when it comes to impacts on wildlife in that particular sanctuary and the national park so basically they pointed out that there was another project that was for doubling of the railway track which went from castle rock in karnataka to kollam in goa so that also was being considered but thankfully that didn't uh, go through and hopefully it doesn't go through so man i uh, didn't know I, about this until you told me about this issue like this was yes, totally exactly kept See? underground i think uh, the yes. one of the main reasons is also because the news the news articles surrounding this they don't have a high click through rate so the news channels and the article writers also don't uh, push it forward like it's not very popular to talk about environmental issues and yes it's not cool yes. cool yeah so people don't really like to click on these sort of articles so that is one of the reasons why most of you probably yes, don't definitely. know about this issue just like me and uh, i think uh, the fact that it happened this happened now like during this pandemic is also one huge reason like mm-hmm. this went underground so everyone was focusing Correct. on the pandemic and there was no really light shed on this issue yeah correct so basically what they did was created a virtual platform video call and all that set up a whole uh, bunch of uh, false paperwork maybe you can say hurried paperwork and which was like very shadowly done and it is not accessible to the public domain so that is one big reason which i feel it is shady and they passed these major projects just very fast not even a proper check was done as to you know whether that particular uh, site is actually good for the project or no yeah and also i so just basically, found out that uh, this the... was actually done by the central government this decision was taken by the central government and uh, the travel and tourism association of goa has actually urged the central government to reconsider this decision so uh, this site is actually uh celebrated as part of a unesco world heritage site and uh, biodiversity hotspot mm, so i don't exactly. think they should go through with this project at all i don't know how this was considered in the first place yes. because what happened was when you actually do conferences and all people usually know that when you're clearing environment projects you need to have a very good background check and you should see how the area is actually being constructed and which area will get gets impacted so on video call how well can you see that exact location so that was why it was scrutinized because when you yeah, speak about video call just another issue of land use not proper yeah. properly managing land use correct properly so if i want to talk about other projects it was highway construction in goa the mumbai nagpur uh, super highway i think almost 32000 trees are going to be uh, cut down through 48 villages and uh, another one was the railway bridge in madhya pradesh and telangana which is again passing through a tiger corridor basically which will disturb the movement of tigers from one state to another another big project was the italian hydropower project in arunachal pradesh's dibang valley i think many of many of us have heard about this i don't know but it was the movement which gave rise to 
these projects also being coming into light because yeah, of arunachal protest right yes because yeah, of the yeah. protest that we came to know that even goa was under uh, this particular shady business and there approximately 250000 trees have been uh, estimated to be cut down for the clearing of the forest so you have to decide i think the time is very right on which issues you want to concentrate about and which issue you want to neglect so basically our job is to highlight the issues and your job is to look to whether that issue is worth pushing or do you want to just relax at your homes and enjoy the lockdown so is there anything you want to add about no man i think that's it that's it the first episode of the transmission podcast i really thank my guest for today leo valdez for joining so for having me yes i hopefully i'll see you in the next episode as well touch wood nothing happens and uh, this episode gets out properly all right thank you everybody for tuning in and uh, thank you everyone goodbye yes take care of yourself uh, stay safe and hopefully i'll see you very soon thank you